is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League, the WHL Broadcast Partners, and Bauer Hockey. Here's your host, John Keane. Hey, welcome to the show. Ahead, one of our very own celebrating the WHL milestone, the voice of the Saskatoon Blades, Les Lazarek, will join us in moments. Swiftcar Broncos have named Chad Leslie as the team's general manager, removing the interim tag. And a WHL alumnus leads Canada's men's hockey team into the Beijing Olympics. As well, more on a WHL alumnus leading Canada's men's hockey team into the Beijing Olympics. And Kamloops Blazers co-captain Logan Stankoven is on a big-time role. We'll hear from the WHL's McSweeney's Player of the Month for January to close out the show. First up. 2000 WHL broadcast for friend of the show, Les Lazarick with the Saskatoon Blades. You'd hear Les, uh, Les's voice on the WHL radio show out of Saskatoon numerous times. And now he joins us as a guest after calling his 2000th game earlier this week in Regina. First of all, Les, I guess we'll start with a big old congratulations. You know, I know how tough this is to do. Uh, you're at 2000. Uh, what an honor for you to reach that milestone. Well, I think I've met more of my pinnacle just in talking to you on the WHL radio <laughs> show, John. This is really an honor when you when you put it the way you did. The fact that I've been a contributor and now all of a sudden I'm a subject. Holy smokes! Yeah, <laughs> wow, big time, right? Yeah, for sure. Well, exactly. hey, two thousand games less. I mean. Wow. You know, something has to be said for the people that are in one spot and, and grind it out and the longevity of being uh, in this league. It's not easy. Uh, do you at all allow yourself to take a deep breath and look around and say, wow, this is something? Yeah, I do. Uh, I'm, I'm very humbled by being able to have had the benefit of good health, uh, a strong voice, good, decent eyes uh, to be able to do this for as long as I've been able to do it. And then to do it in just the one location all this time, a lot of thanks go to a lot of people, most notably my wife, who's been a big support uh, person for me throughout this. Uh, I leave her alone a lot during the course of 28 seasons now, uh, and she rarely complains. I mean, she will from time to time, but you know that, that's what happens with, so, with your partners. They will complain about things not being available at certain times, but she's been really good about it. Uh, and I think as long as... I have her support, then I will continue to do this if people will let me. Uh, you have the radio station people, the folks here at the Saskatoon Media Group, who have entrusted Blades Hockey broadcasts on the radio to me for now for 2,000 games. And then you take a look at uh, the Blades themselves, going all the way back to uh, Nate Brodsky, who was the owner at the time that I first started, to uh, his son Jack and the, the, the entire Brodsky family, and now the Priestner family, who have, uh, again, uh, trusted me to bring the the message through of what blades hockey is all about to listeners here in Saskatoon and throughout Saskatchewan and Western Canada, dare I say. You know, full disclosure, I was one who knocked on your door as a young college student uh, in Lethbridge uh, one night, uh, and that led to an internship uh, with CJWW, the uh, former uh, host of Blades Hockey, uh, and then into the WHL myself, and I call you a, a colleague and now a friend, which is uh, amazing for me, uh, and, and for you to now be you know, a mentor for uh, broadcasters uh, and the like, and, and to be around for so long, uh, you know, it, it doesn't seem, for me, it doesn't seem like less. It just seems that, you know, you've been at it here for a handful of years, and, uh, you know, you can continue to do this for years and years. What do you think? I, I like to believe that. I like the way you're thinking. First, I'm going to correct you just quickly, little John. We have circled back, and we are back on CJWW, 
with Blades Hockey this year. Oh, there you go. First time since the late 1990s when we moved over to FM, but we came back to CJWW this year, and uh, I'm hoping that it stays with CJWW for a long time because, really, sports belongs on AM radio, uh, live broadcasts of games, and especially with the reach that this station has, you know, you can reach us into – you know, Western Manitoba, Eastern Alberta, and of course, uh, throughout the province. So I think it's great that way. But uh, to talk about the idea of being a mentor and that sort of a thing, uh, I think back to growing up and being somebody like that and having my own people that I looked upon as being mentors and idols. And it's it's really nice to have impacted some other people uh, and to try and help people because it's not about me all the time. I mean, yeah, I've got my thing to do, but I like to take the time in order to help out others with their broadcasting, I, I've, I've talked to many young broadcasters over the course of time, and I get great satisfaction of seeing some of them come on through into the Western Hockey League yourself, and I can think of others along the line in the league now that are that are working the games, and I get great satisfaction of getting a chance to talk with them and see them as, uh, as we continue on. When I first uh, met you and got to know you, though, some of your signature calls that you uh, have now, I don't think were a part of things at first here. Like, you've just sort of brought on the whole, you know, winner, winner, chicken dinner, and uh, LeBoo. Like, that's only been, what, maybe a, a decade old now? Mm, probably about a couple of decades old now, John. Okay, I okay. Say, uh, I, I, I would, the, things have evolved. There was a thing I was told about broadcasting that you will have such things as happy accidents. <laughs> and I believe in that to a degree, but I was also, it was mentioned to me one time that, you know, you've got to really stand out a little bit, as, as the Blades were mentioning to me. You should try and stand out a little bit more when we score compared to when the other team scores. There wasn't much difference. I mean, I'm a hockey fan, so I called the game the way I saw it, and it didn't matter to me who scored, whether it was the Blades or the opposition. I get excited because there was a general you know, a rise of emotion towards what ended up happening, whether it was a great save or a goal or whatever the case may be. I, I said, you know, maybe put a little extra into it with the blades and come up with something. So I came up with stuff. I decided this is what I was going to do was have a different call for each numbered goal in the game for the blades. And some nights they don't get one and some nights there's only the one. And then you get a night like the other night against uh, Medicine Hat where they pile up nine and you're <laughs> using nine different goal calls. And then you've got a different one for overtime games, which the winner, winner, chicken dinner kind of came along because that's pop culture. That that was off of a commercial, but it seemed to work uh, for what I was wanting it to do. And then shootout winners. Okay, well, Harry Carey and the Chicago Cubs. Cubs win. Well, Blades win. You know, it, mm-hmm. Those sorts of things. You, you, you put a little extra into it and sometimes you do got to create a little bit and try and entertain. And I think that's what I like to try and do, John, is be as entertaining as possible. I'm not all that terribly funny. I'm not all that terribly entertaining at the best of times in my everyday life. But I really try and throw that into the mix when I do the broadcast, and I try to be entertaining as much as I am informative. Yeah, and you you get away with it uh, and pull it off here. I'm just impressed that your roster is nine deep here on on signature calls. I mean, that's uh, that that blows my mind away here. Uh, you know, whenever you do, um, you know, you come up on a milestone like this and you reach it, um, you know, it's always nice to hear from people and and hear from you know either broadcasters or uh, past coaches and players. And what what's the week been like here for you, Les? Well, it's only been, as, as we do this, John, it's been a couple of days, but I heard from Todd McClellan of the Los Angeles Kings this morning. That was really fun. Uh, I heard from uh, the biggest Blades rival, 
the Prince Albert Raiders and their head coach, Mark Capshide, who I have a great amount of respect for and, and have a lot of fun bantering about back and forth before and after games. Uh, uh, Donna Gilvery is an, an ex-Winnipegger like myself who coaches the Brandon Weekings. I've heard from him. Uh, and I've heard from players uh, in the past as well. And so that, that that's cool to be able to hear from people that you've touched with either now in the present or in the past and uh yeah it's 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 been it's been a lot i've 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 spent my time looking at my phone more so than i'm actually working less uh and your passion and your energy uh comes through and and you when you say that uh i know exactly what you mean as far as you know still loving it and uh anytime when i'm you know on a stretch of four games and five nights I, i think back to your energy and enthusiasm and that kind of powers me through here so uh, thank you for being a mentor to uh, not only myself, but several young broadcasters. And I hope that you get a chance to sort of look around a little bit uh, and appreciate what you've done for not only the, the WHL, but the Saskatoon Blades, uh, and really appreciate this milestone of 2,000 games. Congratulations once again. Well, John, you've allowed me to do that just in these few minutes, so I thank you for that, and thank you for being a friend. And I appreciate the kind words, and I uh, look forward to seeing you soon when we're allowed to cross the mountains again. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Les, uh, enjoy your weekend. Thank you. you. You too. You're listening to the WHL This Week Radio Edition. The Swift Current Broncos have removed the interim tag with general manager Chad Leslie. He's been named the ninth general manager in franchise history. It's an honor for sure. I mean, it's uh, an opportunity that I think uh, certainly I'm not taking lightly and to work for the Swift Current Broncos is a uh, is exciting. It's a tradition-filled uh, franchise that's had a, a lot of winning and, and, a, and a rich history of players coming through here. So uh, to be a part of that, it's, it's very exciting. Leslie's from Elkhorn, Manitoba. He was named the interim general manager following the resignation of Dean Brockman on October 14th. He had been serving as the assistant GM since the beginning of the season and was the Broncos' director of scouting for two years prior. As for his priorities bringing in good players good people good families to the organization i think that uh, takes care of itself i think the little things will take care of the big things and results of wins and losses and being competitive and you know being a playoff team every year that's our goal here uh, for sustainability i think it's uh, something that has to be the focus and you know we want to be that team that uh, plays the same way every night and is consistent and and uh, in the playoffs every year he's hoping the city can rally around a team that's back on the rise come out and support the boys uh you know it's an exciting young group of guys uh they play hard every night they give you everything they've got and and uh you know we appreciate the support that they've given us and it's tough in a pandemic but uh certainly you know it's uh we're working hard every day to make sure that uh, we're putting a competitive uh product on the ice for them and, and we feel good about where we're at this is the whl this week presented by bauer hockey Western Hockey League alumnus Shane Doan is heading up Team Canada's men's hockey team at the Beijing Olympics. The general manager of the team surveyed his country once again, but this time in a management role. I just think anybody that gets the opportunity to wear the, the Maple Leaf is, there's, there's an emotional well that goes with Canadians that we all brag about and we all have, and especially when it comes to hockey and the pride that we take in it as a country. The guys are excited about that, to, to represent that and to take that kind of going forward. 
Team Canada will be captained by Eric Stahl. It features four WHL alumni in the roster. The coaching staff is led by former Prince Albert Raider Jeremy Colleton. He's the head coach. Former Canloose Blazer Nolan Baumgartner as an assistant. And former Medicine at Tiger and Everett Silvertip Tyler Dietrich. Doan says it's a good group. We got a bunch of young guys. We got some older guys. We got a, a group in the middle that we're really excited about. We think there's going to be some great stories. And, and I, I do know that this group will wear the jersey with pride and they can't wait to get a chance to play. And the co-owner of the Kamloops Blazers has his eyes on the team back home. Well, obviously Topper has been a huge pickup. Um, you look at what Logan's been doing. Our goaltending is incredible. Our back end has been uh, just our, our young guys have stepped up and been so good and uh, Dalen Kiefer is a, a, a young man that I'm a big fan of, and I, I love seeing what he's doing too. So I think that we're excited. I love what the management and the coaching staff are doing. I'm a big fan of all those guys, and I think that they got them in the right spot, and they're kind of peaking at the right time. Uh, that first round is always tough, and you got to get out of that, and then you see where you go from there. The men's hockey tournament begins February 9th and 10th. The Western Hockey League Player of the Week. 24 points in nine games. Candlewood Blazers' hometown product, Logan Stankoven, was a dual award winner as WHL Player of the Week and the McSweeney's WHL Player of the Month. Yeah, I know. I think just coming back from the World Juniors, um, obviously, you know, my experience there was uh, first class and it's the best players in Canada, right? So you have to compete hard and be ready to go uh, no matter what. And um, obviously, I didn't get to play uh, the first couple games there at the World Juniors, but I got into the one game before it all got shut down. So, um, you know, I took a lot from that experience and learned a lot from those players and, um, you know, kind of competed that at that high pace. And I kind of brought that back to the team here. And, um, you know, my first few games back there on the, the U.S. road trip, um, you know, I thought I played pretty well and did what I could to try and uh, contribute to the team. And it's just kind of... Uh, kind of kept on going uh, all the way up until now, so hopefully that can uh, continue. When you got back from that U.S. road trip, you were greeted with a, a new line mate in uh, Luke Toporowski. All of a sudden, here comes a, a guy that's very similar to you. He's 20, he comes in from Spokane, and you were paired right together. There was some speculation, you know, wouldn't that be a dynamic duo if they played together here? And that seems to be uh, working out pretty well so far. Yeah, no kidding. Topper's uh, obviously a great player, and um, you know I'm really get to know him. I'm really getting to know him, you know, kind of off the ice and away from the rink too. You know, he's a pretty funny guy, and uh, we're kind of creating that bond that uh, is kind of helping us on the ice too. And um, you know, not just Topper, you know, Banks as well. Um, you know, I think our line's kind of going at all cylinders right now, firing at all cylinders. So I think it's good to see. And um, you know, the key thing for us is we're moving the puck with each other. You know, it's not one guy that's doing all the work. Um, you know. One guy's getting in on the forecheck, the other guy's, you know, kind of going in there and helping him, and, um, you know, the other guy's kind of, you know, in front of the net and getting dirty. So it's good to see, and uh, hopefully we can uh, continue that. What I've seen the last, you know, few weeks out of you is you're playing with a little bit more fire, a little bit more bite. I'm not sure where that's coming from, but, uh, you know, you look at some of your, you know, there's so many photos of you after you score, just kind of with that passion here. Where that, Where's that coming from right now? Um... I think it kind of had to do a little bit with, uh, I guess, the draft too, right? I think a lot of people doubt me and um, doubt me for my size and, you know, don't think I can make it at the next level. But um, I think I'm just kind of trying to prove to everybody that, hey, I can play at this level and uh, size is something that I can't control. And um, I'm going to go out there and do my best every single night. And um, I don't focus on, you know, how big the guy is I'm going into the corner with. Um, you know, if I can get in there, steal the puck off him and, and take the puck to the net, uh, that's what's most important. 
not only the month, but the Player of the Week award for the uh, what the 13 points you put up over that span here too, uh, just in in a four game set. This team's also coincided with you getting hot, also winning as we speak a six game winning streak. Uh, there's been some depth added to this hockey club. Where's this team at right now as you get into February? I think it's looking really good. Um, obviously, those attributions of uh, Drew and and uh, Topper there. You know they're both great players and give us lots of depth, and it's it's good to see. It's something we're going to need, uh, kind of going down the stretch and into the playoffs. And uh, obviously our team kind of had a little bit of a lull, you know, kind of going into Christmas and after Christmas. But uh, you know I think we're starting to get back on uh, back on track and kind of, you know, for me it's it's kind of the same feeling of where we were at the beginning of the season where we started really out really out uh, you know pretty hot and and uh, you know a really good start there. So. Um, you know, I think for us, it's just uh, staying focused and not taking you know winning for granted. That's that's big. Obviously, it's hard to win in this league and and to win consistently every night. So um, that's something we're gonna you know kind of keep in the back of our minds. A report this week that they might try to play World Juniors in August. Uh, you were part of that team. Your teammate Dylan Garan was as well. Would you uh, be looking forward to maybe some off-season time around then, or do you want to go represent the country? I think that's an easy answer there for you. Yeah, no, obviously, anytime you get called upon uh, to represent your country, it's a special opportunity, and um, you know it's a privilege. So uh, I'd love to be part of that team again, and I'm not really too sure all the details behind it, whether or not they're gonna kind of redo uh i guess the you know the tryout uh situation there or if they're going to take the same team uh as we had before there but um either way um you know i want to make that team and i want to be on that team because uh you know i i I loved every second of it uh until it kind of got shut down there so um you know i'll be looking forward to it and uh hopefully you know everything goes well and uh, that tournament can run smoothly Finally, Logan, you're a hometown kid here from Kamloops. Uh, you've worn that blazer bee since you were a little kid. There's pictures of you in the paper, you know, barely, you know, maybe seven years old with, you know, that blazer logo on. You're a son of the city. Um, do you accept sort of the or embrace what comes with that when you play Major Junior in the city as a co-captain? Because the city, you know what, has a lot, uh, relies a lot on you, and, and uh, you're a big part of this, and, you know, they hope to uh, have some aspirations at a, at a run this year and perhaps a Memorial Cup next year. How, how do you take, you know, something like that on yeah you know there's a little bit added pressure obviously playing in your hometown and um for me it's just about enjoying every second of it because uh for me you know time slide being here um you know from being a 15 year old playing my first game and now i'm an 18 year old here and um you know i'm kind of on my last couple of years in the league so it's been crazy just how uh how fast time flies and um obviously the the city and the fans and my friends and family have had my back and uh really supported me and you know i'm pretty thankful for that but um you know going to the playoffs so uh it's something that uh you know, us players and, and the fans haven't had for a couple of years now. So, you know, I can't wait to see uh, the atmosphere and, you know, how crazy the fans are going to be, you know, once playoffs start. Okay, Logan, congratulations on a fantastic week and then the month of January and hope to keep it going. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thank you. Hey, that's the show. want to say thanks to our guests. And again, a big congratulations to Les Lazarek on his 2,000-game milestone. I'm John Keane. Thanks for listening. This has been a presentation of the Western Hockey League in cooperation with the WHL broadcast partners and Bauer Hockey.